Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chickdays. Brand new partnership that has joined us here on the Midwest Farm Report, and that's AARP. Of course, a lot of you folks kind of giggling maybe about AARP and the farm show, but I'll tell you what, they are not just about 55 plus anymore. They are about a lot of issues relative to the quality of life you're having today and will have in the future. We'll learn more as the conversation goes along. Lisa Lampkins is joining us now. She's the Advocacy Director for Federal Issues with AARP in Wisconsin. She's right here in the Madison scenario. Lisa, first, tell me a little bit about your experience, your time with AARP. How long have you been on staff there? Did you do uh, something prior to? Well, yeah, I'm happy to. And first of all, I'm so excited about this new partnership because we have great information that we're looking forward to sharing with your listeners and with people from around the state. Um, And I have to say, I am a pretty big cheerleader for AARP. I have worked there for 29 years, Mm. Um, and so I did a few things before, but not a heck of a lot, and one of the reasons I've been there so long is I really believe in what AARP is doing and the great information we have, and so I'm so excited to get to share that today. Absolutely, and I will uh, be forthcoming right now. I am a member of AARP, was before I even met Lisa or knew that they had a Wisconsin office, so full disclosure there. Let's talk a little bit about some of the federal issues that are out there that impact each and every one of us, whether we're paying attention to it or not. Number one topic to start off with, Lisa, is Social Security. What are some of the top questions that people ask you about Social Security, don't know about Social Security? Help us understand. Yeah, well, I'm happy to. And it's interesting because people are asking questions about Social Security right now because a lot of folks are doing their taxes and they're looking at, gosh, there's money coming out. It's going to this FICA. What the heck is this? Of course, that's the money that's going into Social Security. So it's, it's a significant amount of money and people are asking, what am I getting out of that? So the top questions we get about Social Security is when is the best time to retire and how much are my benefits going to be? Well, and and the answers may be available on a regular basis with your paycheck, but Lisa and I were talking today, a lot of people don't necessarily even receive a physical check, might go direct deposit. They don't pay attention to some of those details. So let's dive deeper, Lisa, and explain a little bit about where those investments are and what they're doing. Yeah, well, I think one of the you know key things, and a lot of people are thinking about it now, especially with the pandemic and everybody's reading about, oh, there's this great resignation. And I know I'm thinking, well, when can I retire? What is the best time? And I think there are a couple of points that I'd like to make. First of all, for a lot of folks, especially younger folks, they think age 65 is the magic age because that's when they finally can retire and collect Social Security. But a really important thing to know is that age has been gradually changing. So right now, for anyone born after 1960, the full retirement age is actually 67. So you won't get your full retirement Social Security benefit until you reach age 67. You can still retire at a younger age, but you get less of your benefit, and that cut is permanent. So it really is a little bit of trying to figure out 
you know, when is that break even point that I'm going to become, you know, that I'll come out ahead? Do I claim earlier and get a smaller benefit or do I claim later and get a bigger benefit? And that's really a question that everybody can answer, you know, individually when you think about um, what you have for retirement. For most, for, for a lot of people, Social Security is the only thing they have for retirement. Unfortunately, it's really not enough to live on. Um, and so, you know, you have to sort of think about what other resources might be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is one of the big um, pieces in terms of thinking about when is the right time to retire. Right, right. Let's talk a little bit about the benefits. I mean, I think everybody thinks about the check. Are there other things relative to Social Security that we should be thinking about, other benefits we may not necessarily be aligning with? Yeah, well, you know, at AARP, we always like to call um, Social Security um, a family insurance plan because it not only is that retirement benefit, and that's the thing most of us think about, and it's really the most important thing about Social Security, but it also is, you know, insurance for workers who have worked and paid into the system and who become disabled um, or for spouses if, you know, one spouse dies. Um, it can also be important for children if a parent dies. So there are other components to Social Security, um, not just the retirement benefit. But, of course, that is really one of the key pieces um, because it's the basis of nearly everybody's retirement in this country. You can't outlive it. It will always be there for you. Um, and it, you know, it helps to replace the income that you have, uh, you know, that you got when you were working. We always say Social Security is an earned benefit. Everybody has earned it. Uh, you pay into it while you're working. Um, some people, you know, some individuals only pay the individual piece. If you're self-employed, you're paying both the individual and the employer piece. So um, it's really important that you fight to make sure you get those benefits when the time comes for you to draw on them. Well, and let's talk a little more on that because I just got into a conversation with uh, my younger brother, actually, and uh, he's one of those that's concerned that Social Security is going to go broke before he uh, is ready to try to tap into it. How do you answer that kind of skepticism about Social Security? Is it going broke? Yeah, you know, this is a great question, and it's funny you say that because I just had this conversation with my 22-year-old son, Um, You know, in many ways, it's a myth that Social Security is going broke. When I think about going broke, I think about, you know, the well is totally dry. There's nothing there. There's nothing to to tap into. But Social Security is a pay-as-you-go system. So it's not going to go broke as long as workers and employers are paying their payroll taxes, right? That revenue keeps coming in to cover the benefits that are going out. Now, That doesn't mean there aren't some funding challenges. Um, You know, we are using the Social Security Trust Fund to start paying some of those benefits. But I will say that's what it was designed for. Um, It was designed to kind of collect this extra money and pay out for it with the boomer population. Um, So uh, right now, there is about $2.9 trillion of a surplus in that fund. Now, that's projected to run out in 2035. And I always joke, um, you know, that's about when I'm going to retire. When that surplus runs out, it can still pay 79% of benefits. And that's the important part. 
when when people say Social Security is going broke, it's, there will not be zero in there. You'll still get 79, let's say 80% of your benefits. But I don't want 80% of my benefits. I want 100% of my benefits. I've worked for it. I've paid into the system. And so that's one of the things AARP is really pushing for, to make sure that everybody gets the 100% of the benefits that they've earned. Absolutely. If you're just joining us, this is Lisa Lampkin. She's the Advocacy Director on Federal Issues for AARP in Wisconsin, a brand new partnership here with the Midwest Farm Report. So to that end, Lisa, tell me what our audience can do to either learn more about AARP in Wisconsin or possibly questions and more answers on the Social Security situation, or get active. Tell It's kind of all encompassed in what AARP is doing. Yeah, well, you know, we're doing so many things. So it would be fantastic if folks uh, just went to our AARP Wisconsin webpage and kind of checked out what we were doing. And, and that website is aarp.org slash WI. And we work on caregiving issues. Uh, we work on, obviously, financial security issues. We work on health care issues. Um, we have um, resources for consumers around, you know, not getting caught up into frauds and scams. Um, there's so much terrific information um, that you can find. And I will make a special plug for our Social Security Resource Center. Um, there's a calculator there where you can figure out your Social Security benefit. Um, there's a question and answer component. You do not have to be a member to check out any of this stuff. That's You can get to, to there uh, from our Wisconsin website, but the special website for the Social Security Resource Center is aarp.org slash social security. Um, and again, it's, uh, it's, it's just a wealth of resources that folks can check out. Well, we are going to learn more about all the opportunities and benefits that AARP can offer you. Lisa Lampkins just introducing us to one element, a critical element, Social Security benefits. She is the Advocacy Director on Federal Issues for AARP Wisconsin. As she said, want to find out more about what's happening here in our state and issues that you should be involved in? Go to aarp.org slash W.I.